Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, the Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. I've been writing about Spur quite a bit in various places for the past couple of weeks and with good reason. The recent trading statement gave the share price a proper kick higher and the release of results only added to that flame, with the share price now up over 32% this year. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you cannot make money on the local market. You just need to pick your stocks successfully. Spur is having a fabulous year because consumers are trading down in pursuit of value. All those lockdown babies need to be entertained somehow and we're better than Spur, with excellent kiddies play areas and a menu that has come quite a long way in my opinion. The share price performance is what happens when a company on a modest valuation multiple grows well ahead of what the market expected. Best of all, it's still not exactly on the most demanding multiple around, with headline earnings per share of just over 261 cents and with a share price of 27 bucks 50 at the time of recording. This is a price earnings multiple of around 10.5x. In theory, for that multiple to be reasonable, Spur would need to grow earnings by roughly 105 to say 12% in the coming year. That doesn't seem too difficult from where I'm sitting. Where I was expecting more growth was in Adcock Ingram, particularly based on this flu season. Adcock needs people to catch dangerous strains of flu like man flu, rather than pandemic level flu like COVID. All jokes aside, a normal flu season is what the Adcock business is built around in the consumer and OTC segments. This thankfully happened this year, which is why those segments grew 6% and 11% respectively. But the disappointment came in the prescription and hospital segments, which both only grew by 2%. The story in terms of profitability is different at least, with prescription as the shining star here, trading profit up by 16%, despite revenue only up 2%. With all said and done, HEPs at Adcock Ingram is up by 12%. Now something to be aware of when investing in this sector is that the pricing increases for medicine are regulated through what is known as the single exit price. An increase of only 3.28% was allowed in January 2023, with a 1.73% adjustment during the year as well. There is basically no pricing power in the consumer-facing part of this business because of the regulatory environment. The two bids both need a mention, starting with Bidvest. This was my pick this year for Financial Mail hot stocks when I was asked to contribute to the magazine in January with a pick in the industrial sector. I'm happy with that pick so far, with the share price up more than 28% this year. Pricing power is the key here, along with increased demand for the various services in this diversified group. For the year ended June, we now know that HEPs will be between 22 and 26% higher, which puts Bidvest on roughly a price earnings multiple of 15 times. This is another example of a high quality business available on the local market at a PE that is well below the recent growth rate. However, normalized HEPs growth was between 15% and 19%, which suggests that the multiple is more in line with growth. Either way, it was a strong trading statement and it's been a great share to own this year. Now, if you think that was impressive in terms of earnings, just wait for Bitcorp. This company was unbundled by Bidvest some years ago and is an absolute powerhouse in the food service industry with operations across the world. It has pulled off an incredible run since the depths of the pandemic. 
HEPS was not particularly exciting before the pandemic, so this suggests that Bidcorp enjoys strong pricing power now that we are in an inflationary environment, and that the company is realizing the benefits of creating a more efficient organization in response to pandemic pressures. For the year ended June, HEPS has grown by between 32% and 36%. Year to date, the share price is up 22.6%. Bidvest has pulled ahead of Bidcorp in terms of share price performance this year, and I love comparing the two even though they don't compete with each other. But the truth of it is that either one of these companies would have been a brilliant addition to a portfolio this year. Among locally listed property funds, Nepi Rock Castle is making a strong case for itself. Central and Eastern Europe is flying from a retail perspective, bringing together that wonderful combination for retailers of inflation and real economic growth. This is catching the eye of international retailers, which is doing good things for demand for Nepi Rock Castle's retail space. The metrics all look good, like distributable earnings per share up by 24.9% for the six months to June, and a loan-to-value ratio of 33.4% that is well below the strategic threshold of 35%. Despite the absolute human tragedy playing out nearby in Ukraine, the rest of the region is somehow doing very well. And there has been another flurry of mining updates that I'll try and deal with in one shot. Let's start with DRD Gold that was saved by the RAND Gold price as production fell by 8% in the year ended June. The dollar gold price was flat, so it really was entirely thanks to the RAND that headline earnings per share grew by 13%. With ongoing pressure on cash operating costs per kilogram, this is a company that I don't have in my portfolio because it is just so volatile based on the RAND Gold price. Production at Harmony Gold is a different story, with the company achieving the upper end of production guidance. Headline earnings per share is up by between 50% and 70%. I certainly need to mention diversified giant BHP, with revenue down 17% and HEPs down 42% as the company was impacted by falling commodity prices. Rand weakness has strongly supported the BHP share price on the local market. And Sasol is also relevant here, with HEPs up by 13% despite facing many headwinds. The dividend at Sasol was 15.6% higher. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.